she did. So what if he wants her back, I said. We adopted her. She's our daughter now. Who cares what he wants? You don't understand. It's complicated. I pictured Melissa and Angelina at home having a lazy Saturday morning. Of course we'll work this out, I said. This is all some kind of big misunderstanding. It'll all be fine. Despite my words, my mouth tasted like metal. Said Julie, The birth father never signed away parental custody, Jack. The mother did, but the father didn't. It's a terrible situation. Your lawyer should have explained all of this to you. I don't want to be the one going over legalities because I'm not qualified. As I said, it's complicated. This can't be happening, I said. I'm so sorry. It doesn't make sense, I said. She's been with us nine months. The birth mother selected us. I know. I was there. Tell me how to make this go away, I said, sitting up in my chair, leaning over the desk. Do we pay off the kid or what? Julie was silent for a long time. Julie, are you there? I'm here. Meet me at your agency now. I can't. You can't or you won't. I can't. I shouldn't even be talking with you. I should never have called. The lawyers and my executive said not to make direct contact, but I felt I had to. Why didn't you call us at home? I got cold feet, she said. You don't know how much I wished I could erase that message I left for you. I appreciate that, I said, but you can't walk away. I need to understand what you're saying. You've got to work with me to make this kid go away. You owe us that. I heard a series of staccato sounds and thought the connection was going bad. Then I realized she was crying. Finally, she said, There's a restaurant near here called Sunrise Sunset on South Wadsworth. I can meet you there in an hour. I might be a little late. I've got to run home and get Melissa. She'll want to hear this. And on such short notice, we'll probably have Angelina with us. I was hoping... Her voice trailed off. Hoping what? That I wouldn't bring them? Yes, it makes it harder. I was hoping maybe you and I could meet alone. I slammed the phone down. Stunned, I wrote down the address of the restaurant. I sensed Linda Van Geer's arrival before she leaned into my office. She had a presence that preceded her. It could also be called very strong perfume, which she seemed to push ahead in front of her like a surging trio of small leashed dogs. Linda was my boss. She was an imposing, no-nonsense woman, a force of nature. Melissa once referred to Linda as a caricature of a broad. Linda was brash, made up, quaffed with a swept-back helmet of stiff hair like the overlapping armored plates of a prehistoric dinosaur. She looked like she wore suits with shoulder pads, but they were her shoulders. Her lips were red, 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 and there was usually a lipstick line across the front of her teeth, which she moistened often with darts from a pointed tongue. Linda, like a lot of people who worked international tourism marketing, had once had dreams of being an actress or at least some kind of indefinable celebrity, someone who judged amateurs on a reality singing show. Linda was not well-liked by the women in our office or by many in the tourism industry, but I got along with her. I got a kick out of her because everything about her was out front in spades. "'Hello, darling,' she said, sticking her head in the doorway. "'I see you found the leads.' I hadn't even noticed them, but there they were, a bulging manila envelope filled with business cards that smelled of her perfume, cigarette smoke, and spilled wine." 
They're right here. Couple of hot ones in there, she said with mock enthusiasm. They'll singe your fingers when you touch them. Let's meet on them in half an hour. She squinted, looking me over, asked, Are you okay? No, I'm not. I didn't really want to get into details, but felt I needed to explain the situation to her in order to postpone the meeting. She listened with glistening eyes. She loved this kind of thing, I realized. She loved drama, and I was providing it. Some boy wants custody of your baby? She asked. Yes, but I'm going to fight it. The baby obsession skipped this broad, she said. I guess I never really understood it. She shook her head. She had no children and had made it clear she never wanted any. I nodded like I understood. Fragile ground here. She said, Look, you know I'm leaving for Taiwan with the governor Monday.